The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you. Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod. That what the Lord had said through the prophet might be fulfilled, out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been deceived by the Magi, he became furious. He ordered the massacre of all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity two years old and under. In accordance with the time he had ascertained from the Magi, then was fulfilled what had been said through Jeremiah the prophet. A voice was heard in Ramah, sobbing and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children, and she would not be consoled, since they were no more. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good evening, and Merry Christmas to you all. I'm going to start by thanking uh, Sandy Danick for her work in organizing this Mass for the Holy Innocents every year, and I'm providing a place for us to come with our grief. I also thank Father Wiley for opening up the cathedral to us so that we could have more people in attendance with proper social distancing. And it is an amazing thing in, in the way that the liturgy of the Christmas season is laid out. <clears throat> How we celebrate the birth of our Lord, and the next day we celebrate the feast of the first martyr. And the next day we celebrate the feast in honor of the beloved disciple. And the next day we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Innocents. It's as if the church wants to place in balance these different emotions that we have and the different emotional range that we can go through in the holidays. Because a lot of times the holidays are meant to be a time of joy, but they can become a time of grief. Oftentimes, as a priest, in the past, I would find myself, I talk about this a lot, I'd find myself grieving the children that I'll never have. Like when I watch my brother interact with his children or my sister-in-law's family interacting with their children, in the past, it, it would make me think about the fact that I'm never going to have that. 
And, and I don't pretend that that is the same thing as the grief of every parent who has lost a child during the holidays. Because there is a real grief, and there is that the way in which our mind can go into that place and think about, like, our child would be five right now, and we would have gotten these things, and we would be doing these things, or my child would be 14 right now, and we would be doing these things, and, and that's the way our minds work. And it's all part of, of grieving a loss, and grief is always the measure of our love. And so the more we feel those things, the more it reveals the depth of love that we had for somebody that we might have even lost before we got to meet them. And that's a beautiful thing. And so in her wisdom, in a way, the church gives us a place to put that as we celebrate this feast of the Holy Innocents, who gave testimony to to the Lord and who died for the Lord before they were even conscious of their ability to do so. And that experience is not unlike the experience that the Holy Family has in in certain ways, as as one day Joseph has a second dream. You know, his first dream, the angel came to him and said, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. It's going to be okay. She's going to give birth to a son, and you're to name him Jesus, and And the angel gives Joseph the responsibility of naming Jesus, which means that he was, in a real way, a father to him. And then shortly after his birth, that same angel comes back and simply says to him, Rise, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you. Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. And Joseph, in his fidelity, does whatever needs to be done, and he takes his family and flees into Egypt. Not really knowing what would happen. And I imagine the kind of grief that that he and Mary must have had when they hear the news that Herod had ordered every child under the age of two to be killed. In our modern language, we might call it a kind of survivor's guilt. That all of these children died so that mine could live. But in its purest form, there's a kind of empathy. That must have been experienced by Mary and Joseph as as they felt the pain of that loss. And they grieved along with all of those who lost their children. And I imagine that Mary knew well, after returning to Nazareth, 
that there were many friends missing from Jesus' life as a young boy because they had been lost. And I imagine that she ministered to those other mothers in their grief. And if that's true, then all the more that she desires to meet us in our own place of grieving, to be our comforter. to assure us that even now, she's also a mother to all of those children. That the children that we miss in our own homes at the holidays are at home in the house of the Lord. And in that perspective, that means that we have intercessors in the house of the Lord. Who surely experience that same strength of love, that same bond of love for you that you experience for them. And in the vision of God, there's room for that bond of love to manifest in intercessory prayer. And a desire to be present and a desire for our Lord to fill your households with an abundance of the Holy Spirit. It's in that way that our grief is transformed into joy. And we start to rejoice all the more at the life that we have in front of us. As we've moved through, the loss of the life that that we think about or that we sometimes wish that we would have had. And so today, let us pray that that on this feast day, that our love be directed to the proper place, that, that we have room during this Mass to express our love for those children that we've lost. We entrust them to the care of the Blessed Virgin Mary, St. Joseph, and our Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray that through their intercession, our own suffering be transformed into joy. As we await the day when we are all reunited as a family in the household of God.